0: Hello, buddies and gentle friends. This is Alternative Hacks, Social Distance Warriors. I'm Rob Moore, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Barack Lesnar. And we have an awesome, awesome guest for you this week. His name is Kale Hills. You've seen him in Adam Ruins Everything, College Humor, and the UCB show. Everyone, say, give a big welcome to Kale.
1: Thank you so much. The uh, The uh, warm welcome is uh, resounding. I appreciate it, Rob
0: yeah can you hear it I can hear it I can hear
1: you know actually every night recently around 8 p.m. I can hear the people in my neighborhood cheering for me and it's so heartwarming (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's a pretty incredible thing. It really is. And uh, and you've got a show that you're doing right now during quarantine, too, right?
1: Yeah, I do. I'm on an improv team called Pony. We performed at UCB before the shutdown. And since then, we've started live streaming every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, each week we do a different uh, format most recently, we did an anti-drug show on 420, and this <laughs> upcoming show, we're going to be live streaming a uh, church service.
0: That's so awesome. I love it. Um, yeah, and if, and if you follow Pony Improv on YouTube, you can get updates on when those shows will be.
1: Yes, and feel free if you just Google me, uh, Kale Hills, uh, find me on social media. I will uh, post uh, post about them, too. Awesome. Now
2: you do understand, and again, thank you so much for coming on the show. That you are the most accomplished comedian so far on this podcast, including us. So that's a huge achievement.
1: Well, I don't know if that says uh, a lot about me or very little about um, your podcast, but either way, I'm so <laughs> looking forward to it. Um, no, you know what's so fun about quarantine? Truly, is like I'm. I am plug in person where I live, I'm plugged into the LA comedy scene. Um but in quarantine getting to listen to like y'all's podcast and and other people, um, getting plugged into other communities is so great because there's so much so many funny people in Columbus that I have heard through this podcast that I never would have otherwise.
2: Oh see, we're doing the large work, Rob. <laughs> we're doing good work here. That we are, yes. that we me, are. And, me and this atheist. All right. Well,
0: <laughs> on that note, why don't you get us a suggestion, Rob? All right, we got a suggestion from the Improv Aficionados uh, Facebook group. That is, this is from Tim Flynn. The suggestion is Peter Parker.
1: Peter, Peter Parker. Parker.
2: You yeah, hate to see it when you go with your uncle. To the store, and then he uses you to shoplift by stuffing candy and other things into your pockets. And then he promises that if he gives you some of the candy, you have to not tell anyone. You hate to see it.
0: You hate to see it when a kid is just a little bit of a rascal and gets caught for shoplifting.
1: You hate to see it. You really hate to see it when your uncle, who you haven't seen in probably a full year, shows up at your house one day randomly while you're home alone and just makes himself a sandwich and tells you that your parents are getting divorced before they've had a chance to tell
2: you. You hate to see it. You hate to see it when you've had a sandwich every day over the last month. And the stores are out of every other food supply, so you have to keep eating sandwiches. You hate to see.
0: You hate to see it when sandwiches aren't keto.
1: You love to see it when um, you are doing a diet like Whole30 or something and – Uh, You figure out how to make homemade French fries, which essentially defeats the entire point of the diet, but you get to lie to yourself and pretend that you're eating healthfully. You just love to see it. I
2: am so happy that you came into my life and gave me that amazing advice about the intermittent fasting. Like, wow.
1: You are so welcome, dude. You know, when I saw you struggling to bench press at the gym, something akin to the voice of God spoke to me. And I knew, I knew that I had to intervene and I knew that I had to make you my little project. And I'm so glad that you were open to that because I have to say, every other person that I have approached at the gym and offered unsolicited advice to has been really closed off.
2: I'm so blessed and I am so excited that that voice spoke to you because you're right. I never thought, I would ever be able to bench press more than 10 pounds on each side. I see the exactly. big guys over there with the big arm, and I wanted to be like that. And I'm still not like that, but I think that I can be. and it's because I Absolutely. met you.
1: You know what? You are on the journey. It's about the journey, not the destination. And yes, you don't have those big, beefy arms like I do yet, but you are well on your way there. And you know what? The reason that you haven't yet achieved all of your goals is because you still have more to do. Yes, you've done intermittent fasting. Yes, I have you drinking two gallons of water every morning and every night. But you know what? I took a look at your life and realized that you have one big impediment in your way. Are you ready for your next challenge, Maddie?
2: I'm so ready. I'm so ready.
1: All right. This is going to be tough on you, but in order to achieve your fitness goals, you need to break
2: up with Sarah. Sarah? Well, yes. What does my fiance have anything to do with this? She's what the is, one that what gave is, me your number. Look,
1: you are the average of the habits of the five people that you are closest to. So in addition to tailing you, watching what you eat, and counting how many hours you sleep each night, I've been doing the same thing for the five people in your life that you are closest to. And Sarah is a terrible, toxic influence. If you want big Mack truck arms, then you have to drop all the dead weight in your life. And that includes your 110 pound little sniff of a fiance.
2: I'm I'm sorry. Did you just say you're tailing the five people closest to me in my life?
1: Do you want to be big or not? Yes. Did I technically invade your privacy? You could say that in a court of law. Could you sue me for some of the things I've done over the past week, including breaking into your bank account and finding out what your spending habits are? I guess if you want to be all legalistic about it, then, yeah, you could. But here's the thing, man. I'll tell you what, I'm single. I've never even yeah. been in a relationship. And look how thick I am. I'm not letting any woman get in the way of me having a fatty.
0: You are you pretty thick. You hate to see when somebody uses the word fatty, when thick would be a lot more preferable.
2: You hate to you see hate- it that your fat farm shoes are no longer in style. You hate to see it.
1: You hate to see it when half of your closet wardrobe is taken up by, like, costumes and, like, sketch comedy outfits and no real clothes.
0: You hate to see when so many of your conversations are really just bits and you don't even know when you're not joking anymore.
2: You hate to see... when you go on the date. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, my special guest, please.
1: Oh, no, that's fine. Well, okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, you hate to see it when you uh, go to get your hair cut, and you have no idea what to talk about with the stylist, but you're there for 30 minutes either way, so you better think of something.
0: Snip, 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 snip. Snip, snip, snip. Snip, snip, snip,
2: snip. Girl... Let me tell you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I had the greatest night of my life.
0: Oh, Georgia, tell me all about it. Go ahead.
2: I met this guy. His name was Antonio. Uh, Wonderful name. You know that bowling league I signed up for a few weeks ago. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's just say I really shouldn't be in singles bowling anymore.
0: <gasps> Whoa, you're going steady with a guy named Antonio. Wow. Uh,
2: oh, yes. He is so dreamy. He is everything I ever wanted. He has a car. Oh. A, a I mean, job? That's, uh, that I'm not sure about, but really, uh, the car is really all i, I I've never really had very high expectations. That's true. You never said that you wanted a
0: job. You just said that you wanted somebody who had a car.
2: I mean, I just want to be able to go places and you can do Uber with the car. So that's kind of like a job. So as long as you can do Uber, I don't care.
0: I assume that car thats real good, right? It's a real good smelling car. The important thing here is I need you to get me looking good. Oh, you don't need to worry about that, Georgia. I'm going to make this hair as fluffy as it could possibly be so that when he's putting his fingers through it, he's feeling like he's feeling a cloud. You remember Remember when you did my hair before my first wedding? Oh, and you looked so good. You looked like you were about to float all the way up into the sky. Do you remember what you said to me? I said, Shh, Georgia. There ain't nothing that looks like you do. You look like a cumulonimbus right now. You hate to see when uh, you want to wear wheelies, but you think people will make fun of you.
1: You're confused to see it when you see a grown person, like a full grown man on a razor scooter. I mean, ride around on whatever you want to ride around on but i just haven't seen that in a while
2: you hate to see it when it's 2020 and your uncle is still using a motorola razor from 2006 you hate to see it
0: you love to see when you're the first person to have the newest phone and your phone is so much newer than everybody else around you
1: Ooh, you you hate to see it When you have a new phone and everyone keeps mandating that you take the pictures.
2: You hate to see it when you put all your money into Zoom stock. You hate to see it.
1: Okay, so Mr. Swarthmore, thanks for taking the time to meet with me today. Yes, um, Mr.
0: Williams. Yes, of course.
1: I have recently inherited a not insubstantial amount of money from my uncle, and I've never invested before. So I wanted to meet with someone and talk about what it would look like to put money into the stock market.
0: It's, it's really a fairly simple process. Uh, you know, You, you make a A small deposit, and we decide if you want to go aggressive or conservative or somewhere in the middle, depending on where you are in your financial journey.
1: Awesome. That sounds fantastic. So um, just doing some initial research, I have about $150,000 that I've inherited. And what I'd like to do is kind of invest it all in one company, and specifically one product, and that is the Motorola Razor phone.
0: The Motorola Razor Phone. The Motorola
1: Razor Phone.
0: The Motorola Razor Phone.
1: The Rotomola Razor Phone. Yes. This.
0: uh, this, So this this phone hasn't been in production for ten or fifteen years, Um, and okay, there are are a couple things here. We we wouldn't want you to put all your money in one stock, and secondly, it probably wouldn't be a stock for a product. And thirdly, it wouldn't be a product that has been out of production for about 15 years now.
1: Okay. See, all right. See, this is why I was hesitant to come to an expert because I thought I would immediately get shot down. Do you think it really would be that bad of an idea? And before you answer, one thing you should know is that I did preemptively go ahead and invest anyway. I was kind of just coming to make sure that I hadn't made a terrible
0: decision. You've made a terrible decision. Fuck. But, Shit. No, Mr., 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 Mr. Williams, it's okay. Oh, no. This that's is awful. That's why you come to a professional. That's why you come I to a professional. I have like
1: 600 phones in my trunk right now.
0: You just – that's your idea of an investment. You just yes, I invested a in them. Phones. I've invested
1: in 600 Motorola razor phones, and they're all in my trunk. <laughs> and you're telling me that it was a bad idea? I thought you were going to help you, me.
0: Okay. No, this is fine. No, we're, we're – we're gonna find a place for these phones. That's why you come to the professional. <sighs> yes, right? you're
1: right. I'm sorry, I freaked They're... out. You, I no, just no, it's
0: okay. It's okay. Let your emotions out. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for it to be a sounding board and an emotional crutch. That's what your financial advisor is here for. God, I feel so
1: stupid. Donna oh, no. told me and... not to do it. Donna told me not to do it. She said, "What are you thinking? You have a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt from an unfinished musical oh, theater no. BFA. You should probably you're working
0: lose with." Donna?
1: Well, I've been checking in with a couple different people, yeah.
0: That bitch, Donna, are you serious? You should have come to me first. That's why you don't go to Donna. She didn't push you enough. That bitch is crazy.
2: A day ago at the meeting with Donna.
1: Hi, Donna. I am recently um, wealthy. (laughs) Well, not wealthy-wealthy, but... um, you know, let's say that I have more money than I used to and I'm looking to get into the investing game.
2: Oh, Mr. Williams, I would love, love, love to help you out. Now, I have a great proposition for you. Something just came onto my desk. I would love for you to see. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, uh, now,
2: Are you familiar with uh, Motorola.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I used to have one of their razor phones, um, back when I was in college, but, um, not really clued into what they've been up to since then. I'm sorry. (laughs) Did you put on a, like a lot of perfume? It's it's very, it's like very kind of cloudy in here.
2: (laughs) Oh, you know, uh, I like to pamper myself, but that's neither here nor there, darling. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I, it
1: smells good. I'm just kind of dizzy and having trouble thinking clearly, <laughs> logically.
2: Well, uh, good, good. Uh, see, the thing is, uh, ever since the quarantine last year, people really care about their privacy now. And these smartphones, people don't want to be tracked. So guess what comes back into play? You know that phone you had back in college
1: that they the couldn't track. Motorola Razor.
2: The Motorola Razor. And cut to one who... day
0: earlier with Donna buying these phones in the first place. Um, All right, I want.
2: I want every single razor that you had.
1: Oh my every god! Every single
2: one. Now, this- now.
1: Stevie, this is great. We both work on commission here at Radio Shack, and we're going to be able to pay our rent for months off of this lady's purchase.
0: Yeah, this is going to be fantastic. And and if we can just get her the right rate, she's going to totally hook, line, and sink or take these in.
1: I think that this woman is nuts. Did you see that she's wearing a snake around her neck? I'd say we tell like take her for all she's worth.
0: Let's go for it totally. Let's sell her a bunch of perfume too.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Yeah. Let's sell a bunch of stuff that Radio Shacks don't even typically sell because she's not paying attention. I'll grab a bunch of stock from the back room and see what she is willing to take off of our hands. Did you I'll, know that? I'll
0: give, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell oh, no, me I don't know.
1: The yeah. Albert, did you know that the Albertsons dropped off a case of hot dog buns here by accident yesterday? And I was like, what Holy are we going to do with these?
0: Give her the buns. Give her the buns. I've got a whole bunch of downloadable content from Animal Crossing that I can. Back buy at the
2: tour. original meeting between Mr. Williams and his financial advisor.
0: And you, where where all these hot dog buns come from?
1: They're called phone cases.
0: And it smells like a it, sm- it smells like an old folks' home in here.
1: It's called a personalized phone scent in the same way that you could have a ringback tone.
0: And and what are all of these, these mini CDs?
1: Those are mine. They're downloadable content for the new Animal Crossing, and it's what I've been doing to keep myself sane recently.
0: You hate to see when everyone's on Animal Crossing, but you don't have a Nintendo Switch.
2: You hate to see it, when you have two Nintendo Switches and you would totally let your buddy use one, but due to the quarantines, you're kind of not really allowed to. You hate to see it.
1: You hate to see it when um, you try to get into a new hobby like video games and it's just not taking. You hate to see
0: when you're Really stoked to finally start baking bread, but there's no yeast at the grocery store.
2: You hate to see it when you're down to your last pair of underwear and when you go to switch them, you realize there's none left and you're stuck with the yeasty pair that you have on. You hate to see it.
1: You love to see it during the shutdown that you can wear that old pair of jeans with a hole, a huge hole in the crotch, and no one's going to say anything because no one's going to see.
0: Um, Barry, Barry, I think, I think your, your camera is pointed a little bit low right now.
2: Oh, Okay. Yeah. You apologies, should apologies. Apologies.
0: My push apologies. your webcam up a little bit. Okay.
2: Is that better? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. That's that's oh. that's much better. That's much better. I don't got, I don't have any hairs in my nose, do I? Your nose looks way better than your pants did.
2: Well, wouldn't you like to know what my pants look like?
0: <laughs> oh, I just God. saw them, Barry, and there's a big hole in the front. <laughs>
2: of them that's what's sitting now you know I went to the store and all the pants with the holes in them were $50 I was like I could put some holes in my pants and not pay $50 so that's what I did
1: Okay, all right, Barry, uh, Rob, uh, uh, we we know that Barry has always had a knack for drawing unwanted attention to himself, so I think we'll just let bygones be bygones. Um, Thank you for adjusting your camera back, Barry, and we can go ahead and proceed with the rest of the meeting. Uh, I was actually about to dive into the um, quarterly earnings chart, um, and we just... uh, Okay, Barry, Barry, you angled your camera back again. Buried. the camera um, is what is it oh, it's almost like you're I'm, doing it on purpose it's almost as if you want us to see the giant hole in your jeans and the pair of family guy novelty boxers that are underneath them
2: no why why would i want to do that hoss you know i wouldn't do that hoss <laughs> okay no.
1: i've asked you repeatedly I'm, not to call me hoss it's a very triggering word for me but it, it, could we just ask you to please Angle your camera back up, and and frankly, I am curious about where you found a pair of boxers that has Lois and Stewie surfing on them, but that's neither here nor there.
2: It's not very professional to ask me about my underwear now, is it?
1: No, you're right. It's not. So, if Rob and I both apologize for that breach. So, okay, uh, I'll go ahead and share my screen here. Uh, as you guys can see, uh, uh, we actually have seen an increase in. Um, uh, He's doing it again. He's doing it again. What do we? What is it? What do we see this time? I don't. I don't know if I can bear to look. It's surprise. It, oh my God, that's disgusting, Barry.
2: It has a little beard on it, you see?
1: Oh. I mean, I, yes, I see, but I wish I didn't.
0: Do you have a hole in like, in your boxers that are showing another pair of boxers? That is Novelty, Family Guy, Christmas. And, and yes, Stewie we, has see, who we see this. Dewey
1: is wearing a beard because he's dressed as Santa on the second pair of boxers that were underneath the original pair how many pairs of underwear are you let's just go ahead and get it out of the way you want to show us all the novelty boxers you bought why don't you give us a little striptease fashion show how many pairs of underwear are you wearing right now
2: that's all i wanted to hear play my music
1: uh a pony by genuine starts to play in the background
2: And that is
0: the 128th pair. I had no idea that you could put Stewie, Lois, and Chris in so many different novelty costumes. And guess what else? These are scratch and sniff. (laughs) Well, not really good for us to see, but I will take your word for it.
2: Oh, yeah. Right. I'm still not used to this, I guess. But take my word for it, like you said. Now, I this meeting, you know, it, it, I know quarterly reports. We're going bankrupt. Yada, yada, yada. Who cares? Oh, we're actually making more money good than ever. <laughs> we're doing very well. Okay, well, again, what really matters is, why don't we do hack the Internet? Huh? Why don't we hack the internet? Why don't we get some suggestions and we do some quick scenes using those suggestions and liven this shit up some? Barry,
1: I have to tell you once again that I feel as though as an employee at this company, you are actively trying not to be aware of what we do. We sell merchandise online for visual artists. We're kind of like a a version of Etsy. If you want to introduce some short form improv games to engage with our content creators, then Maybe that actually could be a good idea, but it's hard for me to receive that because of the way you presented it.
0: Let's just humor him for one second. All right. Like let's say that somebody gave the suggestion of pronouncing spinach as espionage. <laughs>
1: That's
0: what sort of scene would you do from that?
1: Um well, okay. I guess um hi, I'd like to order a salad. Can I have it with espionage as the pace?
0: <laughs> yes. You certainly could if espionage was a type of plant. But no, it's, it's an activity that you would conduct against a foreign country. Okay. I like, the,
1: I like the voice you did. Can I do that?
0: You can do a voice on the next one. Like, for instance, if we had a suggestion that was saltines. Okay.
1: Um, hi, I'd like to order a salad. Can I please have saltines as the baits?
2: <laughs> this, this is a people.
1: Barry, thank you so much for the suggestion. This is a hoot. I got to say, this is the most fun I've ever had in a work meeting.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. I've got another one. Houseboat. Okay, do it.
1: Houseboat. 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 Hmm. My espionage saltine salad sure tastes good, but it tastes even better on this houseboat.
0: I sure love eating on, on the on the water, but also in a place that you can live.
1: <laughs> that's what it
0: is. That's where we are. <laughs>
2: Did you guys know? I grew up on a houseboat.
0: Oh, Barry, oh. that's that's probably why you have different social norms than us. I'm yeah.
1: so sorry. I didn't mean to disrespect your your culture. Our is, Our Family Guy underwear is a big part of houseboat culture, and I just. Didn't know that?
2: Uh, There's a lot you don't know about my culture, sir. Let's just leave it at that. We cut to
1: um, uh, like an HR meeting on cultural sensitivity, and Barry is leading a presentation about houseboat culture.
2: People who live in houseboats are incredibly proud, and we're actually showing an exponential increase in the home ownership of houseboats. If you see this chart here, when extrapolated over a 30-year period, you can clearly see that this demographic has increased to a point where this sort of slander, disrespect, and stereotyping is just simply not acceptable in a place of employ such as this.
0: Oh, that makes so much sense. That's why we're following the houseboat tradition of doing short form improv from suggestions online. Like, for instance, using the word fastest, the phrase fastest in the West, to make a little scene. Well, how about we settle this right here, partner?
1: Oh, is that. Am I allowed to ask if that's a houseboat accent?
2: Ask whatever you want. You die today.
1: Oh. Um, Well, I wanted to ask because we just hired someone on in my division who grew up on a houseboat. If there was anything I could do to make them feel especially welcome, if there's anything I could maybe um, do to change the workspace so that they felt more at ease contributing to the team. And I work in the IT department, by
2: the way. Oh, wow. You could get them a fruitcake.
1: Oh, that's like a big houseboat thing is to eat a fruitcake?
0: it is it's a it's a rite of passage it's also a big house boat thing to do scenes about big butts oh great okay so
1: in the it department we'll just make sure that when the new person comes on board that we eat an entire fruit cake while we're doing a scene about big butts this is so helpful because i gotta say the last time we brought in someone else from a different kind of cultural sphere we really biffed it so we're just trying to be better
0: And that's our show. Thank you so much for coming on,
2: Cale. Yeah, thank you so much for for having me. You guys are a blast. You're a blast. You're amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. Hopefully you can grace us again with your presence in the future.
1: Uh, It it would be an honor and I would love to see you guys out in LA at some point and hopefully I can hit up Columbus soon too. Sooner rather than later at least.
2: Let's do it. We will have an Improv, heck of a time. Hell yeah. Until the next episode. Love y'all. Stop this, Rob. Stop it now. Now.